0: Welcome to the Human Capital Innovations Podcast. In this HBR Minute HCI podcast episode, I explore the recent HBR video, How to Get Out of a Creative Rut. Welcome back to the Human Capital Innovations Podcast. It's great to be with you again today for this HBR Minute HCI podcast episode. Today I'll be exploring the recent HBR video, How to Get Out of a Creative Rut. Ever feel like your brain has run out of ideas? Here's how to break out of a creative rut. Feeling blocked isn't just a problem for creative types. Many jobs require a healthy dose of fresh thinking and new ideas, and it doesn't feel good to hit that mental wall. Innovation editor Christine Liu Talks to Sonia Rasulo, CEO and founder of Unique Markets, about how to break out of creative ruts, how to approach and accept them when they happen, and what you can do to reduce the likelihood of a major creative crisis. Thanks for joining me, and I'll catch you on the flip side of this first clip.
1: My job title literally says that I have to come up with new ideas on the rag. It's a super fun and satisfying challenge for sure. But I need to confess, there are days where I am afraid there are no new ideas in my brain. Like I get hit hard with writer's block or I feel totally trapped in a creative rut. I want to think of something brilliant. Maybe, maybe the idea is about how I can't think of an idea. No, no, that's lazy or it's kind of meta and feeling blocked isn't just a problem for like the quote unquote creative types. Every job requires a healthy dose of fresh thinking and new ideas, and it does not feel good to hit that mental wall. How do I break out of a creative rut and get those new ideas flowing again? And how do I avoid getting into these ruts in the first place?
0: It's a really great question. I think we all have been there. We've all been staring at the blank screen, trying to write a paper, or we're sitting at work at our desk trying to come up with the next pitch or the next you know, big idea to, to, uh, to suggest to the team or to our boss. Uh, like she said, I, I think traditionally we think about uh, writer's block or creative block as something for creative types, people who are artists, musicians uh, in, in the sort but the reality is most jobs of today in a knowledge economy require us to have you know some creativity and to innovate and to bring new ideas to bear. Uh, that means we all need to be able to get into the flow and have new ideas yet we all face the challenge of creative ruts where we you know we just feel blocked we, we can't really, come up with anything new. We feel like we've kind of tapped that source and everything that we had, we've already uh, presented. And and then what do we do? You, you know, you're in that rut and perhaps it's even a crisis for your job uh, and for how that's going to impact other aspects of your life. And so I really appreciate her framing that. She's a creative type. Uh, her job requires her to uh, to be creative. It's in her job title. She's an innovation editor. uh, She needs to be innovative and creative and come up with new ideas on the regular. And that is a really fun challenge, but it's also really daunting, right? But the, the reality is we all, to at least a certain extent, have similar types of expectations. So what do we do when we start to feel like we're in a rut? How do we get out of the rut? How do we avoid the rut in the first place, if possible? And how do we avoid the big creative crises that sometimes can Uh, really put us back in our jobs and in our career. These are the things we'll be discussing as we continue on and dissect uh, this HBR video. And I share some of my thoughts along with the thoughts of the two uh, in the video.
2: I can't come up with any words that make any sense. That's Sonia
1: Rosula. She's the CEO and founder of Unique Markets. They host pop-up markets all over the country. In her job, She comes up with creative solutions, big and small, on a daily basis.
2: People are so scared of, like, looking like they don't know what they're doing. Or, like, they're not happy or satisfied. When you then have a creative rut, you're like, there's something wrong with me. Maybe I don't know what I'm doing. Like, you start to, like, ask yourself all these questions, but I think it's totally normal to have a creative rut like we are not supposed to do the same thing for our entire lives for me like i really do probably experience some sort of rut once a month at least you know i was looking for like a cure to really prevent these type of
1: creative ruts but that doesn't
2: seem like it exists so they're just going to happen if you address that regularly then what doesn't happen is what i think a lot of people kind of result in which is like once or twice a year, they have like a major crisis. And then what ends up happening is they burn out or they quit or they just don't perform well. So I think it's important to like recognize that like not being amazing at your job all the time is totally normal and you just have to reset yourself.
0: So in this clip, she lays out a little bit, Sonia lays out a little bit about kind of the, the pattern of creative ruts that she finds herself in. At least once a month, she says, and at least once or twice a year, there there's something even deeper than that, uh, that it can be really hard to get yourself shaken out of. And she talks towards the end of that clip about those people who find themselves in crises, uh, and they really don't know what to do about it. And so what ends up happening is they end up churning, uh, spinning their wheels, not getting anything done. Eventually, they burn out and they leave the job either because they're asked to leave or because they quit and they go looking for something else. And the question is, is that the way it has to be? Do we kind of get used up and chewed up and spit out by organizations because we've given all the creativity we have and we don't have any more and now they're going to move on to the next person? I don't think so. And she doesn't think so. And and there's definitely some things we can do to foster ongoing creativity uh, and and to really to minimize the the ruts that we're in, and certainly the crises that we may face in terms of our creativity. The reality is we do all face these these challenges and these issues. Uh, it's it's a perfectly normal part of the human condition, and nobody can be on all the time. No one can be in the flow all the time, and no one can have you know uh, tremendous creative ideas all the time. Uh, but we're we're going to get into some of the things that we can do to help improve that situation.
1: Sonia has some tips for how to deal with those smaller creative ruts so that you hopefully avoid the big creative crises down the line. All right, Sonia, my creative fate is in your hands.
2: Let's do this. First thing that I always like to do is just like reset, step away from my computer. And literally this means physically stepping away from the computer and putting on a song like a hype song and just like dancing it out and my, my employees know that I do this. Sometimes I get them to do it. Often I don't, but you know, I try. Uh, but I just think like, you need to restart the blood in your body. You need to get moving. You really do dance like no one's watching and you just let loose.
1: Okay, so the dancing tip is really great to get you over those smaller creative ruts like hitting a deadline or making decisions during the day, whatever.
0: I really like this one. It's very simple. It's easy. It's quick. Resetting, stepping away from your computer. Whether you like to dance, dance like nobody's watching, just to kind of get yourself out of the mental block and just to move around, literally get the blood flowing, Uh, just do something different, have a change of scenery for a minute. Uh, You know, it's a very simple thing yet it can be very powerful. And we know there's lots of research that shows the importance of taking frequent breaks uh, as well as as part of that. Uh, it's it's a mental thing, but it's also a physical thing, and we need to be doing our stretches, we need to be moving around. Um, and so when we combine those elements, it can really help to just do a quick reset on our, our outlook and the types of ideas that we might um, bring back to the table. Uh, so I, I think, you know, sometimes we look for grand solutions to these types of big problems this is an example of one that i've noticed in my own life uh, that works quite well now i don't dance uh, i don't turn on music and dance like nobody's watching but i'll i'll do other little things you know take a quick lap uh, around the building you know just get a quick walk in five minutes uh, go go say hi to somebody else for a few minutes um, you know i have a basketball hoop on the door in my office just shoot some hoops for a few minutes whatever, like just something just to get you uh, changing the way you're focusing and and to get you away from like star- staring at that computer screen uh, can really make a big difference. I'm excited to announce the publication of my new book from HCI Press. will help you to explore your own leadership competencies and capabilities and consider ways to apply and implement them into your workplace and personal life.
1: Now, the next tip is how to deal with those larger creative crises.
2: Create a list of why you love your job. Like, why are you passionate about what you do? What makes you a badass at what you do? Like, what are those skills that make you unique and make you really good at your job? As you are creating that list, what happens is you start to recognize and you start to remember all the things you love about what you do. And as you do that, you start to realize like, oh, the things that I'm complaining about or the reasons why maybe I'm in a creative rut are not a big deal at all.
1: Here's my my list and I don't know, I feel pretty good. I think I'm good at inspiring and mentoring and setting others up for success. So I love that I have creative agency and relative autonomy over my work. (laughs) Finding humor in most situations. I will look back on this list and remember, I'm pretty cool to me. Honestly, with the list, I will say it felt weird it's like writing a love letter to yourself. It feels self-indulgent. Doing something that introspective is quite personal. I should try it again, but not for you guys.
0: <laughs> this making a list idea is is simply one mechanism, one method towards self-reflection and being able to foster gratitude I, in our personal lives. And I think this is important in our personal lives and our, you know, family life are our community life, as well as our our work life. And, you know, just going through the, that exercise of writing down everything that you like about your job, it just reframes things. It helps you focus on the good. It helps you remember the things that you really love, despite the setbacks, the frustrations, the challenges. And it, particularly if you feel like you're in a rut, if you feel like things are really challenging and you're not making any progress, just taking that time for self-reflection and gratitude and remembering uh, what you've done before and what's worked really well. Uh, it's its a simple exercise, doesn't take very long, but do it consistently over time and it, it can really be powerful in helping us to reshape our thinking and to just reconnect with our our meaning, our purpose, our fulfillment, and the creativity and the innovation that can drive those elements for us.
2: This is probably like my favorite because it's less like chore-like than the list and it's a little more long-term than the dance moment. Do something that is absolutely not related to work, cannot be related to work in any way and something that is creative. So like you may have never taken a pottery class take a pot of your class, or maybe you've never sewn clothing before. Like you're gonna sit in your apartment and you're gonna sew clothing. My activity that I chose to do was
1: gardening and starting the season off right. So that meant weeding a whole bunch and planting a whole bunch and just making sure the plants are happy,
2: etc. I am not a great gardener. I am so hot and sweaty. You can be good or bad at it, it doesn't matter, that's not the point. The point is that you're just, you're having fun, using your hands, doing something creative. Yeah, get it, plants? Must have to force these resets, otherwise they don't happen, and then no wonder everyone is kind of like in a creative rut and also depressed, also anxious.
1: So doing something like gardening is super fun, but it's also like the opposite of popping a pill right to get your headache away or something it's like it's not going to solve or cure a rut but i think doing something outside of work is extremely healthy and over the long term kind of creates like the fertile environment see what i'm doing here for new ideas for taking a step back seeing things in a different way
0: and i think this last tip is also really great Just taking time to do things that are different than work, especially if if we find ourselves in the daily grind. You know, we're up early, we're commuting, we're going into work, we're spending long hours and sometimes staying late. And then we come home, we have minimal amount of time with family, friends, and just just to relax and to get sleep. And then we do it all over again. And we do that over and over and over again. Now, anyone in that kind of situation, of course, you're going to have moments of burnout. You're going to have moments of creative uh, gaps and lapses where you just you just feel like there's nothing else. Your well is dry, and so what do you do? You fill the well by by doing other fun things like uh, find balance, seek balance in your life, and do things that are completely separate from work. And that doesn't mean just coming home and turning on Netflix. That means getting out go go hiking go go spend time with friends, go try new adventures, go kayaking go uh just recently i I went up in a hot air balloon with my wife. she got me a hot air balloon ride for father's day, and so we did that i mean i I'm scared of heights i it's not something you know those types of things aren't the types of things I would normally think to do, and it was amazing it it was uh just a really amazing experience and and being up in that hot air balloon for an hour or more you know, it gives you literally a whole new perspective on the world. And those types of new perspectives can shift your paradigm and it can help you reset. I am a big believer in the power of resetting. It's one of the reasons why I'll just get away and I'll go and walk my dogs for 30 minutes, not just around the park that's behind our house, but I'll take them to different settings. I'll take them to the lake or I'll take them up into the mountains. And uh, I'm fortunate enough to live close So I'm only 10 minutes away from the lake and 10 minutes away from, you know, the mountains and all these different trails and such. And so it's easy, it's quick, and within an hour I can go have an amazing hike with my dogs and be back. Not everyone has that... um, that opportunity. I get that. But you do have similar types of opportunities. Uh, You know, look around your neighborhood, look around your community. What fun things can you do? What things can you do on the weekend when you have a little bit more time? Try a new adventure, do new things, and ultimately that can really uh, get the juices flowing again. Uh, it, it just, it simply empowers you and your, your thinking and your mind, and it helps you recognize that not everything is about work all the time. The power of the mental reset is, is a really good one. Uh, in academia, we do this, uh, thing called sabbatical and, um, not everyone does this and, uh, but you can, you know, every, every university is different, but at my university, for example, every six years, you're eligible to apply for sabbatical. Now, I think the vast majority of professors don't do that, um, and you have to apply for it, and you have to have you know, some sort of a project and, and things that you, you plan on doing. Um, but the bottom line is uh, it, it's an opportunity that's available to you. I went on one sabbatical six years ago. I'm going on another sabbatical this year, and it absolutely does the job of resetting. That's what it helped me with my, on my last sabbatical, it was a really powerful experience for me to just completely reset, to do some new cool things, to also recognize and remember like which things have I been doing in the past that I want to continue to do, what uh, what's most valuable to me, reprioritize, all of those types of things. And a lot of what I did was completely different than what, what I would normally do during the normal, you know, day, day in, day out grind of my academic job. So I really love this tip. Let's think about our long-term sustainability of our mental health, our physical health, our our commitment, our our buy-in to the work that we do. Let's not burn out and let's focus on uh, the good. All of this can help us to be more creative at work.
1: So after trying Sonia's tips, I love them actually, because there are all these things that I kind of do in like pockets of my life. But to have allowance and to be like, oh, yeah, there's value in it. That's awesome. So I'll try anything. Those tips, I love them. I suggest you try them, too. So those are Sonia's tips, and I love them. But everyone's different, and I'm sure you guys have all sorts of ways that you get out of your creative ruts.
0: I agree. These tips are great. Let's do those little things each and every day. Break up our hours um, by t- by stepping away, taking little breaks, by journaling, by self-reflecting, but also doing those bigger things that can help us on a continual basis in the long term, have more sustainable energy and effort towards our jobs. Uh, if we can focus on those things, I think I think it'll make a big difference for us. I also have creative ruts in my work, um, in it, but I find that if I just do mental resets that I can get right back into it pretty darn quickly. Uh, and so that, you know, that's what works for me. Uh, but as she says right at the very end, what works for you? I mean, ultimately we're all different. We're all unique individuals, and we all have different types of jobs that require different types of creativity. So, so I think really the bottom line here is not necessarily a prescribed, you know, solution to creative ruts. These three tips I think are pretty good, but ultimately you need to think about what's going to work for you and and uh, try, do a little trial and error and and investigate and experiment. And see what works and and then over time you can you can minimize the number of creative ruts certainly the number of creative crises that you have uh, and you can have those resets and you can find the opportunity to get back into the deep end of the water you know back into the current and back into the flow being able to do really cool things with your work thanks for joining me for this episode of the human capital innovations podcast Leaders and organizations find innovative approaches to maximize their human capital potential. We will be publishing issues quarterly in August, November, February, and May. Check out the first issue and let us know what you think. Thanks again for joining us for this episode of the Human Capital Innovations Podcast. I hope you stay healthy and safe and that you have a great week. Check out our new weekly LinkedIn newsletter, Alchemizing Human Capital, exploring industry trends via original research and interviews with executives and thought leaders from across the globe. We look forward to having you join us.